0: At LuckyLandslots.com Available to players in the US, excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.
1: The Newcastle Natter is back for the season by Labrooks. Hello and welcome to the Newcastle Natter. I'm Paul Doolan, joined on the phone from the People's Republic of Manchester by <laughs> Dave Watson. Hello, Dave. Hello, comrade. Happy New Year. Happy New Year.
0: Yeah. What a time Jesus.
1: to be a Newcastle fan just all... The same sense of excitement and optimism that we have every January. <laughs> it's great to be here again. How are you doing? <coughs>
0: I was doing okay. I
1: mean, you're clearly <coughs> dying. <laughs> Should I ring an ambulance?
0: Sorry, that was uh, uh, just a bit of... <coughs> Is it coal dust? Yeah. I mean, you do live <coughs> Sorry, in the north. I, I assume it. you work in some sort of pit. Uh. Yeah, I just had a drink, and it just decided to go down the wrong way. Oh. <laughs> I'm okay. But uh, that... <coughs> Sorry, right, that should clear it. Um, um That was awful, and I apologise to everybody.
1: I think How it's good you? to set a tone that we can stick to. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Awful's it's good. It's dying as a spluttering, you know, cough takes over. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's uh, it's a bit shit, really, isn't it, mate? It's a shit
1: time to be a Newcastle fan, but if everything else is okay-ish, yeah, Brexit's going well. Yeah, um, that seems under you know, control. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Politics
0: well, around the world seems to be going fine. Yeah, I mean, uh, how was your Christmas? Because mine was uh, interesting. Oh,
1: I want I want updates before <laughs> before we left for Christmas on the pod. You might remember Dave. Suggested there could be some tension between him and his sister-in-law's new boyfriend.
0: boyfriend yeah, it, it how did, did it get go? Oh, awful! He's a terrible prick. <laughs> it was um, on. So he arrived on the twenty-third, and by the evening of the twenty-fourth, I had to tell him and his girlfriend, independent of each other, that if he didn't moderate his behaviour, he can get out of my house. <laughs> on Christmas what, what behaviour did he have to moderate oh he's just being rude he's being ignorant he was saying that he wanted his girlfriend to get breast implants over Jesus. Christmas dinner he was, uh, you
1: can't give someone breast implants over Christmas
0: dinner <laughs> no exactly I mean maybe a couple of turkey breasts and, but no he's just yeah he's just an awful person and uh, prior to it Holly my, my wife was like oh well You know, you will be fine. It'll be okay. And I was saying, I don't want him in the house. And then after Christmas finished, she's like, "Yeah, never again." I was like, "Yep, yep, I agree." So now, oh, good, a happy ending. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) a happy ending. Um, But that, yeah, Christmas was quite nice. Uh, Any Newcastle-related gifts?
1: Keegan
0: biography. No, I actually got the Keegan autobiography for uh, a mate of mine, um, and he bought me a book of British things.
1: A book of British Um,
0: things? Yeah, literally just a a book about, like, so it would have a picture of, say, a red double-decker bus, and it would be a description of that. I don't Um, know how this hasn't come up before, but can you read, Dave? (laughs) Yeah, yes, I can read very well. And he thought that was a you know, appropriate gift for a man who's lived in Britain his entire mm. life. Is it's this friend, is
1: he now banned from your house as well?
0: <laughs> yeah, and, uh, well, I think everybody should be, to be honest. I think yeah. it should just be me and her. Um, and yeah, speaking
1: uh, of troubles at home, yeah, here we go. Newcastle United 1, Blackburn Rovers 1. That was smooth. Oh, Did you watch it? No. No, God, I don't God, blame no. you.
0: So I, I saw there were
1: streams online, and I just thought I've had enough. Uh, yeah. I've had enough of Christmas ruined by
0: Newcastle. <laughs> I had um, I, I got a, I got onto one of the streams, and it was uh, it was bizarre because there was no commentary, which is actually I quite enjoyed it. Do you feel except, like you're at the game in a weird way? Uh, a little bit more, and also, like because I don't know, because there wasn't the commentary, I was having to pay more attention to it, so. Because, obviously, if, if the player in the centre of the park is picking up the ball a lot, he gets his name read out a lot. Um, but, like, the Blackburn player or whatever. So, I was having to watch a bit more carefully, have a look. Oh, who's that player that keeps getting on the end of the long balls? Oh, it's Adam Armstrong, that striker that we said that wasn't good enough. Um, How so, did yeah. he
1: look, by the way? I was...
0: mm-hmm. Back now for the championship striker. Um, he had a couple of opportunities to stretch our defence, but... I think we've got a better than better than average uh defensive, you know, setup. I mean Lejeune looked good on his return, which was nice to see. Um I think that yeah, th- we've got a decent defense and he, they never really looked troubled by Armstrong. Badly Dak gave them a, a few issues and obviously he scored their their opener. Um what was what was stark for me is this: the the performances of the um of the guys on the fringes of the first team. Now, I'm not going to hold. I'm not going to have a go at Sean Longstaff, who's the the young central midfielder that that took the field. I'm not going to have a go at Jamie Sterry, who's the the young right back who um, who hasn't had a lot of game time. I'm not going to have a go at Woodman because it was his.
1: This this might he's... be an easier bit to do if we say who you are going to have a go.
0: At. Okay, yeah. Uh, <laughs>
1: I tell you who I am. I'm not going to have a go at Robert Mcdarby.
0: Uh, <laughs> but like. Kennedy, Murphy, Hayden. uh, These are are players who are on the fringes of the first team who, at the very least, should have looked at this as an opportunity to to try and play their way into Rafa Benitez's long-term plans. And And Hayden, to be fair
1: to him, over the Christmas period has looked average, which for him is quite a
0: leap forward. Absolutely. But he just didn't look... he, He looked off the pace. He didn't look that interested. And I know he said that he wants to he wants to leave, but he said he you know, he's repeatedly stated he while he's here he's gonna do a professional job. Now the game against Blackburn was not a professional job and I felt bad for Sean Longstaff because he's a young lad who's making his first-team debut, first-team-like, first start for us. And he's plunked alongside a guy who clearly didn't give a shit. Mm. Um, And then you've got Kennedy and Murphy ahead of them. And Murphy, I don't know what's happened to that lad. He's got zero confidence, terrible touches, awful decision-making. I don't know how many times he gave the ball away, but it felt like every time he had the ball... He either lost it because he dribbled into somebody where it wasn't the right option, or passes were going astray. He he was absolutely terrible. Kennedy had a few moments where he looked like he was going to stretch the the Blackburn defence, but he's he's a much better player than... It's just not happened
1: for Kennedy this season. Do you think we should... Because there's an argument for cancelling his loan contract, because then we can at least loan another player.
0: Absolutely, because at least with Atsu, Atsu is is not as talented as uh, Kennedy, um, I don't think. But he's he's a little bit more consistent, and that like that consistency at a lower level in in good ways and bad ways. I think Atsu's
1: lack of goal scoring is very consistent. But I thought against was it against Manu Atsu was getting himself into great positions, but you just knew he he was was never going to score.
0: Yeah, no 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 I totally agree. I would I'd cancel Kennedy's loan because he's a luxury player. And yeah, he, he does like he does a bit of work defensively, probably more so than, than Atsu does. But he he's a luxury player that we can't afford to carry mm. right now. And if we dump him from on like as a loan we can take another Premier League loan option and I think there's better ones out there like um, Ruben Loftus-Cheek from Chelsea or someone of that standard yes Um,
1: I do agree another another way we could free up a loan I think let's actually we'll come back to the gun game in a minute but we could sign Rondon permanently
0: and then mm, have
1: the option of another UK loan yeah I don't think it's going to
0: happen I I don't uh, this he is our best striker and there is a good argument to be made to making that a permanent move however i don't think there's anything wrong with that loan move at the minute because when it ends at the end of the season we if if the loan ends we're not lumbered with a with an aging target man striker um whose mobility will decrease i i i would i'd be quite happy to keep him on loan and bring in a uh, and get rid of Kennedy because I don't think that the I don't think we need two loans and plus if you if you make him a permanent signing to free up a loan then yeah you could bring in I suppose yeah you could but it would cost 16 million quid to, to bring in yeah uh, to plus as well we on, shouldn't
1: necessarily be looking at loans as the best way no. of getting players in but that's what no. we've been reduced to let's finish yeah. the the Blackburn game by talking about the game
0: <laughs> sure It was just abject. I mean, if you've seen the highlights and stuff, we were solid defensively for the most part, um, but had no control of the centre of the park because, like I say, Hayden couldn't give a crap, um, had offered very little going forward. And when we did get into decent positions, who's the ball falling to? It's Hossolu, again, who just can't. Finish, yeah. um, Richie. Richie was anonymous in that number ten role. I have no idea why he was put, picked at number ten role, but
1: yeah, at I mean, least he got the equaliser, albeit from a penalty.
0: I tell you what. What What was interesting when Shelby and Perez came on, totally changed the game. We were stretching them, and I think Shelby will get a lot of credit because he always does. But Perez in that. Position the difference between Perez in that position and, and Richie or Kennedy or at or Murphy. That he was the one that was direct. He was dynamic. He he made things happen and uh, got a couple of free kicks. Won the penalty. He he looked good. And it's 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 a shame that one of our you know one of the the players that regularly lets us down in the league games is the one that. Seems so much better than everybody else in the cup game. Mm. I'm, I'm putting it down as like, I mean, getting a replay is the worst possible result.
1: Well, this is what Benita said as well. But I would argue losing the game is the worst possible result. If, At least we're still in
0: the cup. We've got nothing
1: else to play for this what, season apart from survival.
0: But that's the thing. I mean, if we're still in the cup, sure. But we're not going to take it seriously against Blackburn in like a week's time. We're not. We're not gonna we're not gonna play a strong team on a Wednesday night in between Chelsea and uh who else? Cardiff. What's on Chelsea and Cardiff. We're not. Because what'll happen is we'll set up defensively against Chelsea and then against Cardiff we'll want to get the three points because following Cardiff, we've got um is it Man is it uh, Man City Man and City. Spurs. Yeah, the next we're not gonna- two after Cardiff. So we play on the Tuesday, on the 15th, is Blackburn. There's no way we're naming a strong side for that. No way, because even even if we play a strong side and get past Blackburn, that's another fixture that comes later where, frankly, we're not going to play a strong side.
1: But I, th- so, I, I, I do see that what you're saying is right, but then what's the point of our season? Survival now. But survival... It, if- The problem as well, I have, is survival just seems to imply more Ashley as well. I totally agree. I think a replay, in a way, is the best result because it's the worst for him.
0: I think you've got to... I accept that, but you've got to put that to one side and say, this season, the best thing for Newcastle United has to be staying in the Premier League. We're not going to... I'm not going to be able to feel the strong side in the cup because we don't have the depth or the frankly the first team quality to really damage any of the top sides we don't we don't have the we don't have the the, the quality so if that's the end game would be to, to win, the, win the cup we're not going to do it this season I'm not saying never try I'm just saying that this season because we are where we are in the league, we can't afford to. But this is the problem, um, though. Every year we've been in
1: the Premier League in the last sort of 10 years, it's been the same situations. There's no point, at least be honest, and say we're not going to try for the Cups. It's a bit pointless just going, well, next time. Survival this year, then we'll have a go next year. And then that year, it's survival, and then we'll try next time.
0: Yeah, I mean... There's no, there's no, no point.
1: I, I, it's, I, not, it's not I really want... sport.
0: I want Newcastle United to to take the cup seriously. But because of the, frankly, shit season we've had thus far, um, we're in a position where, like, if we were sitting 13th, 14th, a good eight points above the relegation spot or out out of the relegation mix, then I'd say Benitez would have fielded a stronger side than he did. He would have, because we we would have had, I, I don't know, maybe... Muto had been playing well, we would have started Muto or Rondon or whatever like we would have started it, but as it stands, nobody's playing well
1: I guess the, this feeds into another question of just how deep yeah. is our squad at the minute, I think defensively we have a deep squad and that's where it ends
0: Yeah, well we, we have one striker that's, that you can actually call a striker We've got um, Muto. One. we Still don't know what his. I don't know what he is. Position is. I because I thought he was going to be a number ten, but clearly, he's not because he's he never he's never featured there. He's always been played as a forward. So if he's a forward, well, he's not getting in the team ahead of Rondon. And we're not going to play four four two or like uh, some variation with two up front. So. What's what is he? Yeah, I mean,
1: in theory, he should be able to fulfil the role that Dwight Gale did of just having a bit of pace and being able to stretch defensively. But that doesn't seem to have worked out. But then it's his first season in a new league, so. And then you
0: think, well, where else have we got quality? On we've got. Shelby and to be fair to him, Key has been decent. Yes. Well, Shelby's just gone to Barcelona to have some kind of scan on his hip. So it could be that he's out for longer than, yeah. you know, in the done. few games.
1: I don't know if you've seen today in the Asia Cup, Key's done his hamstring in. Yeah. He might great. be out for a while. So central midfield, I can't see Isaac Hayden getting his move away anytime soon because he's one of what, two fit central midfielders?
0: Yeah. Um, um, so we've only really, I mean, Longstaff, Diarme and and um, Hayden. Now, not one of those. It's a real
1: Sophie's choice, isn't it?
0: Oh my God! I mean, can you imagine that midfield coming up against Fernandinho, Silva, Foden, Bernardo, all of that? I mean, Jesus, we're going to get torn apart by Man City if we if we either don't sign somebody in time uh, mm. of of quality or, or if Shelby and Key are missing long term then we're in trouble. See I think as well we really... know
1: we're going to get destroyed by Man City so we might as well play a stronger
0: team in the Cup. Um, we're not going to. Yeah it's less, it's less about the, the stronger team in the Cup it's less about Man City when you're considering who we field in the Cup it's more about well, we need to beat Cardiff, and if we can hold, because we're more likely to hold Chelsea to a, a draw or a low-scoring loss than we are Man City. Man City are going to steamroll whoever they come up against. Yeah. Um, so, I frankly, I'd be tempted to field a weakened side against Man City and look at the look at the you know the fixtures that follow them because there's
1: <sighs> yeah, I think the next four games are important, but I think. Benitez will be pleased if he can just get through them, keeping the goal difference down, getting three points and not losing too many players to injury. Should we talk about yeah, the last cause four games? Because over the Christmas period, since we last spoke, we've had two points from four games. Yeah. But it didn't feel like our worst Christmas. We should have beaten Wolves, really. Yeah. That was unfortunate. And we were in the game against Man U for quite a while.
0: Uh, we you mean we should have beaten Watford? Watford, sorry, yeah, not Wolves. Yeah. Yeah, no, and and I don't know, against Fulham, we, we created some chances, but it wasn't a, it wasn't a good mm. performance. Um, Liverpool, I mean, Liverpool were just fantastic and we weren't at
1: the races. Uh, we still conceded think, one of the softest penalties I've ever seen.
0: Yeah. Uh, can't wait for VAR. But then as long as we had VAR against Blackburn and we didn't get the... Uh, we didn't get a penalty shout but, um, if we'd had VAR
1: well, against Man U as well we'd have lost John Joe Shelby for a, a lengthy suspension
0: well the referee saw it yeah but I think you can kick. still
1: review those things in VAR
0: can't yeah. you yeah maybe um, Yeah. well it looks like we're going to lose Shelby for a bit anyway so should have just got himself <laughs> suspended then yeah taking Christmas off well no not
1: Christmas and New Year's and stuff <laughs> uh, the, we, the, the, we need. we need to sign some midfielders
0: don't we we need to sign um, midfielders and... We and a need striker. Comp- I, I think Rondon's... I don't want to have to rely on one player. Yeah, that's the thing I that think-
1: the, the Blackburn game shows. Without Rondon, we haven't really got anything.
0: No. And there's, there were a lot of calls for the young lad, Elias Sorensen. He's just to- signed a new deal. He has a three and a half year deal, which is good news because you know he's promising in the in the under twenty ones.
1: He's also got that thing I like of I don't know if it's Scandinavian players exclusively, but foreign players when they come to England and pick up a really strong regional <laughs> accent. Yeah. He's got a oh, great man. Geordie accent.
0: He really does, uh, and he's picked up some of the the the, um, the phrases uh, that are prevalent up there. You know, like. I don't know, you know, like, and things like that. But, he, um, you know, he scored 19 goals for them. Uh, I think first-team football in the Premier League, it's a massive jump. I mean, it's a a big jump between under-21s and championship-level opposition. Is it a big jump
1: between his level and Hoselu's level, though? Because you sort of think for the
0: Blackburn game, it would be nice uh, to at least see... I think there's a level of responsibility that you have to take as the manager of a young striker because if he comes on against Blackburn and is bullied around and has a terrible game because he can't get into the game because he hasn't the experience and all the rest of it, that'll knock his confidence. At the minute, he's scoring goals, he's uh, having a good time, he's enjoying his football. Keep doing that for like till the end of the season, maybe next year, bring him into the. The, the cup games and, and so on and so forth. I sort of you know, agree,
1: but when you look at Hosselu, him being selected is destroying his
0: confidence. Yeah, but... he's
1: just going through the same motions again and again.
0: Yeah, but frankly, fuck Hosselu, because this, this is a young lad whose career is ahead of him. Hosselu's, uh I mean, he's done, really, isn't he? You can't see him having another Premier League... No. Uh, another Premier League team coming in from, so he's only going to drop down the league. So this is the best it's going to get. For is him. he
1: better or worse than Cisco? I think if we're going, let's rank our Spanish players.
0: <laughs> well, uh, I would say he's done asked... more for the club than Marcelino. We can put him above him. Yes, I, I would agree. A, a mate of mine actually asked me, "Where does Hossley rank in Newcastle United's shit striker list?" And we we had him on roughly on a par with Andreas Anderson
1: yeah that's, I think that's the
0: level definitely if, worse
1: than Leon best
0: yeah yeah Leon best scored a Premier League trick. probably on a par accepted. with Stefan
1: Givash hmm he's probably better than Shevki Kuki.
0: yeah um that'll, that'll um, be good news to him <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just it's it's crap yeah. um, but the window's
1: open now, it's been open for a week, and we've signed nobody. And Not a soul. One thing you know about Rafa is he will have had deals lined up, ready to go. But as happens every window, Mike Ashley's gone on holiday.
0: Which is insane. If you... I mean, forget about the transfer window. If you are a willing seller of a football club, get get the deal done before you go mm. and you join the Mag of Luff. Like, I can't... Like, if I always wanting to sell this house... I wouldn't. I wouldn't book a holiday to, to the Maldives in the middle of, a, in the middle of like a negotiation with a potential. But as college, well as the
1: fact that the fact that club business can't happen because he's on holiday. It's not. They're not closing every branch of Sports Direct while he's on holiday. As well, no, like, and, He has people sh- in place to run the company,
0: and I'm sure he's got access to a phone and his emails, so he could say to Charlie, right. Oh, fucking Charlie, Keith Bishop, or whoever else. You do all the, you know, the dog work and all the rest of it. But give us a ring if you want, like, guidance, or if you want this, or you want that. And I'll, I'm on the end of the phone. He'll be
1: vomiting not. pina coladas into a fire pit. <laughs> oh
0: man, I, I, yeah, I, I don't think the the transfer, uh, sorry, the takeover is going to happen.
1: Well, I was going to move on in to this. Time. At the risk of getting more negative than we have, where do
0: you think cool. the takeover stands? I just can't see it happening because there's, no. there's too much noise in the, in the press about it. And there doesn't seem to be any progress. Like, everybody seems to be, we're at a further stage than we've ever been before. Well, there it, was a very, odd,
1: a very odd development last week as well, where a letter between Peter Kenyon and Mike Ashley was leaked. And have you yeah. have you seen this? Because there doesn't seem to be any content in that letter. It's basically a letter stating how how great things are going and how they're both trying to get the deal done. But it's, it's yeah, it's a, just a, and, it's and, a letter of information they presumably both have, and, and
0: it's not like that would never be part of a transfer a takeover deal like the the two parties like you say they both know where the the other is they both know what the other's doing and they both are either frustrated or um reassured by the progress that they're they're making or not that is a letter to the fans put leaked by either peter kenyon's people or mike ashley's well according to the chronicles both sides leaked it but it which me, which basically makes it a, a joint press conference, mm. and in a, in essence, and if that's the case, then maybe progress is being made, and they want to um, like st- uh, put a stop to any protests that are likely going to follow any collapse of the takeover, and also any any piss poor January window that we're likely to have. Well, we quite well,
1: cynically it- said before we didn't think a takeover would happen, but the noises have come at. The right time to ensure we don't spend anything in January, yeah. and nothing about this letter or anything else that's happened has changed my mind on that. No, and if
0: because if the, I mean, I come back to it. But if you want to get, if you want it to sell the club. Truly, if you wanted to sell the club to the best possible people, which is what Mike Ashley has said, then you would sit down and you would, you would hash it out as quickly as possible, as, efficient, like as as in as much detail as possible, and you'd get the sale done. If the thing is, Dave, I have to contradict tickets, you. Yeah. I'm an
1: experienced eBayer. <laughs> what you do, <laughs> you build up a bit of demand for what it is you're selling, get a bit of an auction going, then as soon as you're near the deadline, go on holiday. Shut down all communications. <laughs> it's, oh, it's, it's just business one hundred and one. Yeah. The Newcastle matter is back for the season by Labrooks.
0: So, where are you? Do you think the takeover will happen? As, like, uh, in this season, I call <laughs> it to the... not, no. Before the end of next season, you don't see a takeover at all. No,
1: I think we're going to have a poisonous second half of the season. I'm starting to actually think we might go down.
0: Yeah. Because I'm not, I'm not other far. teams
1: seem to be getting their act together. And we're mm. just we're less prepared than we have been for either of the two seasons before where we have got relegated.
0: And the, the mood in the camp is lower. You can tell from Matt
1: Ritchie, and that Shelby tackle on Pogba, I know it's one incident, but there seems to be a lot of frustration in the players.
0: Yeah, and there's there's that that quote from Matt Ritchie where he he was bemoaning perhaps the expectation of the the fans, you know, that they were... He said something along the lines of, look, we're not going to go out and beat people... 3-1, 4-0, three one, four 0 anything like that, but we just need people to, you know, get behind us and you know, we're trying as hard as we can. It's like look, the fans the fans pay the money and if they groan because somebody else puts the ball out under no pressure, of course they're gonna fucking groan. Because yeah, that's basic stuff. And that so, sort of
1: atmosphere it's not out of malice, it's out of no, years of experience. Yeah.
0: And also there's nobody on the pitch that Seems to be grabbing the game, but grabbing any of the games by the scruff of the neck. We saw you know, at, at times, Lascelles would do it, at times, Fernandez. Shelby would
1: I think has this season a bit, but I know what you mean. Lejeune coming back might help with that, might improve
0: things. Yeah, I think
1: Lasselles might need to have a bit of competition for his place as well. The last few games I've seen him in, he's looked he's been headless. Probably,
0: yeah. And you, so the the um, the endeavour that we've seen from Matt Ritchie, he might think, "Look, I'm trying my hardest." You can see I'm trying my hardest. But that's not the same as grabbing a game by the scruff of the no. net. That's not the same as as leading a team. That's but it just, has been—it's been, it's been nice people.
1: not to have Matt Ritchie's usual shit for Christmas month. He <laughs> had
0: two What's, years of that. Yeah, uh, he's just spread it over the season. That's nice. Yeah, I mean, you, look. There are still I think three teams that are worse than Newcastle United in the Premier League this season. However Who are they? I would say Huddersfield Cardiff and uh Southampton. Well I season, I
1: think Southampton will stay up. Probably.
0: They could do. I suppose Burnley are also in that mix of teams that are It's sort of um, it's between six teams really, isn't it? Yeah. But
1: Fulham are still in there or thereabouts.
0: Yeah. And the thing with Fulham is, as I said to you, that it's it's harder to make them good at the back than it is to um make a make somebody, you know, a bit more confident up front. Yeah. So I could see I could see um say Cardiff or oh, Southampton to be honest. Southampton could go off and sign a, a a striker from from a foreign league who comes in with bag loads of confidence and he starts just hitting the ground running, and they could drag themselves out of it because of all the teams down there, they're they're the team with the the next best uh, defence after ourselves. But Fulham, like they've conceded forty seven goals so far. If Ranieri makes them tough to beat at the at the back, then. Then well, I could... We couldn't break them down so they must
1: have a pretty good defence now.
0: <laughs> well, the only team that scored fewer goals than, than we have is Huddersfield. And... I don't know. Like Ron, Rondon can be relied on to put the ball in the back of the net. Maybe one in four. I know he's doing like one in two yeah. or three at the minute but I would say one in four, one in five. We need the rest of the team to start chipping in with more goals. We need goals from I think as well, we likes. need
1: to sign three or four players minimum. Yeah. I just can't see that happening. Or not no, the players it's... we need anyway. I could see us buying a sort of French left-back who's played in League 2.
0: Mm. I, so I, I, I don't know, I'm starting I mean, we've to been, feel 50-50,
1: with... I think.
0: Yeah, I'm about 50-50 as well. I mean, we've we've been linked with a bunch of players that, nobody's heard of. I are link with Mario Balotelli as well. Oh, fuck off. Yeah, because yeah. cause Rafa Benitez is going to get rid of um, Alexander Mitrovic because uh, he doesn't take instruction and he's a bit of a hothead. He's talented, though. He's going to get rid of him and bring in Mario Balotelli. Yeah. Is he bollocks? <laughs> it's just nonsense. But no, we've been linked with, like, young French striker who scored a few goals in League 2, you know, the second division in, in France and we did been link with somebody else who scored a few goals in the, the Belgian league or something. And it's, it's just, fuck off. Just go off and sign a proper player. Just Even the calibre
1: sign- of players we don't sign has got worse.
0: Yeah. Oh,
1: it's depressing. It um, is, but it's also, it's reassuringly consistent. In a world that's changing so much at the moment, with technology can... and politics, it's reassuring to have something that is maintaining its level of shitness—a constant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. We shall see. Other... I think we've we've asked this question before, but transfer business-wise, who would you sign now if you could? Doesn't necessarily have to be a name. You could just say what position.
0: I'd definitely go for uh, a striker, like a younger striker. I would have gone for Dominic Solanke. Yeah. But I think he... he's gone to Bournemouth for like twenty million, I think. Jermaine um,
1: Defoe's gone to Rangers on loan as well. That seems like the sort of signing we could have done with.
0: Ah, uh, if if he's if he's going to to Rangers, then that's a level below what we need. It would be like us picking up um uh, I don't know, like a, a championship striker who can bang the goals in in the championship but can't do it in the top flight. We need, we need like somebody who can, so, so like a Tammy Abraham or a, um well, no, because he's, he's, he's
1: at yeah, Villa, like, isn't he, I think.
0: Yeah, he's been at Villa on loan as well so they wouldn't even dip their, their hand in for that. Um, yeah, a striker, a young striker from one of the, one of the top clubs. If we yeah, get him in I think the only way or... we're
1: going to get a striker who might score goals is going to be on loan. Yeah. 'Cause anyone who's gonna do the job is gonna cost too much money permanently. Absolutely. I think another signing in the vein of Key is would maybe be enough to paper over the cracks in midfield.
0: Yeah, I, I think had had we not lost the two midfielders who could hold their heads up, either through you know, like Key, Key's done quite well, um, yeah. you know, fair play to him. Um and Shelby he's just the we he's the best footballer we've got. Um, and we can't afford not to
1: have him. Uh, I don't know. I think we look almost a better team without him. Do you think? I yeah, think... I think he looks silky, but I think we lose possession more with him. I think, yeah. it's the sort think of we... unit we need to be to survive in the Premier League. I don't think it's that much I... of a problem having Key and D'Army starting games.
0: I, th- I think the issue for me is that he is the one that can unlock defences and Key he's, he's doing okay but he just doesn't have that and yes Shelby's going to give the ball away more often than Key is but we need somebody who is going to give the ball away because you know Whoa. one in se- one in seven of them is going to hit the is going to either hit the back of the net or he's going to put somebody through and we need that because at the minute the problem minute, is though for someone who unlocks any-
1: defences he doesn't get any goals
0: or assists <laughs> No, that's that's irrefutable. I think he
1: just he plays incredibly good passes every now and then that convince you he's a much more consistent player than he is.
0: I, I, I still maintain he's the best he's the best naturally talented footballer. well, maybe Kennedy, but he's just not doing it. But he's the best the best footballer we've gotten. Certainly the yeah. one of I think um I would want to bring in I mean I'd want to get rid of uh uh Kennedy. Yeah absolutely he's done nothing he he's not even it's not even like Atu who flees up and down the wing with a bit of energy he's just he's just doing nothing i'd get i'd get shot of him and swap that loan for a dominant midfielder like ruben loftus-cheek
1: yeah I think, if we if we I could get him that would
0: be, be, be perfect very good but i just i can't see that because i don't think he'd join newcastle united i think if he is available on loan, there'll be plenty of sites out there willing to to give him a chance yeah. like Crystal Palace. Palace would
1: go for him again, I would have thought. Yeah. Even teams um, like Brighton, Huddersfield, yeah. Bournemouth.
0: Absolutely. They, they, they
1: so bigger we, clubs than us now.
0: Yeah. Um <laughs> I think uh so yeah, go off and sign a central midfielder. I'd still like us to sign that Almiron. Don't think it's going to happen because it would be like twenty-five million quid, and I just can't see yeah. can't see his spend. I mean, shit, we're we're going to be spending like eight nine million quid at most on a player, and eight nine million quid worth of player buys you Muto, yeah, and he's not good enough. Um, what we've got to hope for is that the the teams around us that that do spend in the the window, the the, the players that they bring in flop. Yeah, I mean, we seem to have gone
1: to a transfer policy that seems actively engineered to hamstring us. So we're not going to spend more than eight or nine million pounds, and they can't have too much experience either. Yeah. So So what you
0: want want is uh, a nine million pound rated wonder kid from Brazil that we won't sign. That's that's what yeah. you're after. Because we won't pay his wages, by the way. Yeah. Uh, is there any good news?
1: Uh, I mean,
0: probably not. It's oh, hard to go. think of much. Here we go. Uh, Newcastle United are one of four clubs named in a Belgian report credited with interest in Bruges' Brazilian striker, Wesley Moraes. He's amazing. Get him. Who is he? <laughs> 22 netting ten and assisting six more in twenty-seven appearances, so it's a one and two, one in two and a half record. Um, uh, Newcastle, West Ham, Gangju, Evergrande, and Cardiff—they're uh, the all fall. interested. And um, uh, cu- the uh, the figure that the fee that Guangzhou Evergrande. Uh, put down that was rejected was 25 million euros well we're not signing we're not him signing in, then. then no <laughs> but it was
1: good while it lasted
0: for a minute enjoy that little, for a minute yeah. it
1: felt like we could sign him until we found out he had a a market value, value. price
0: tag <laughs>
1: <laughs> it wasn't on just like thing. something in a charity shop that had the wrong label on it we could just get for
0: cheap one thing we haven't mentioned is that the uh, the under twenty ones have been drawn against Sunderland in the checker trade trophy Ugh, and
1: people are going nuts over this, aren't they?
0: I know, it's crazy. This this is how crazy it is. The met like the underground system at Newcastle, the Metro, they've laid on two metros to go from Central Station non-stop to the Stadium of Light to carry all the fans that are going. It is it's daft because it's a no-win no situation for for Sunderland because yeah. if if they beat us, they haven't beaten us, it's the, their first team versus our kids. And if we beat them, that's embarrassing for them. But it's not really good for us either yeah. because if we beat them, well, we didn't beat them, the kids beat them. And if we lose to them, it's let, yet more fucking misery. I think it's and win-win
1: yeah. for us. Like If I play football with my daughter in the kitchen... It's yeah. win win for me. <laughs> if she wins, that's great. She's she's had a good result. If I win, <laughs> it's to be expected. And I do and win did,
0: regularly. Uh, is that because you put a reducer on her early doors? Yeah. Yeah. Two footer from the Christian. Show table. her all twelve
1: studs early on. <laughs> let her know she's in a
0: game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't you can't you can't let them take the piss, these kids. Because it's one on one the...
1: she can't be subbed off. So she's got to go no, in right. with a limp. <laughs> then I bring out the skills when she's hobbling
0: it's like rainbow flip over her head
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh poor little thing
1: yeah speaking of poor little things we travel to Chelsea on Saturday I feel oddly optimistic about this despite what? despite all what? the evidence
0: what? on what, what? Chelsea what just world? seemed
1: very meh at the minute yes but they're still you know Oh, they're much, far better team, much better than us. But I think we we seem to have had a history of not being terrible against them, albeit mainly under Mourinho and mainly at St James's. But I think they sort of suit the way we'll set up more than sort of Man City, and more weirdly than sort of Cardiff at home, where we'd be expected to take the game to them. I think uh, I we think... might get a point in this one.
0: Really. Bear in mind that we're likely without Shelby. Yep. We're definitely without Key. Yeah. So our midfield will be two of...
1: It'll Di be army and Hayden, won't it, really? Yeah, you'd expect so. Else. I mean,
0: Longst- Longstaff played uh, briefly. Like, he made a sub-appearance against Liverpool, but I can't imagine him being thrown in the deep end. No, I don't think so. At, at Chelsea. Um, Rondon will be fit. Great. Uh, Perez will probably start. We'll, we're looking okay at, at, in defence. You know, you've got, I mean, Yedlin will probably still be missing, won't he?
1: Kennedy can't play, but that's not going to be a loss, really. Who <sighs> gives a shit? Yeah. I mean, um, the, the worry is it's Atsu on the left. It's definitely going to be Atsu and Ritchie starting. I can't see Murphy or Kennedy getting but a start. But it might
0: be. I mean, would it be uh, Richie at left, back, like left wing back, and could then be. Um, we Mankie could go five at the five back.
1: And back, and there'll be yeah. Lejeune returning as well, hopefully.
0: I I don't think they'll. I don't think he'll Maybe start. He'll go,
1: yeah.
0: No, I think that um, I'm trying to think. Oh, everybody else is fit, aren't they? Pretty is sure.
1: Fernandez fit again?
0: I thought he was, but um I'll double check, but while while I'm looking um no i just i I have no confidence about this coming game, even though we do you know we do have a mixed record against a much better Chelsea side um i can't I just can't see where the goals are coming from, and I can see plenty in their teams that'll that'll cause us problems
1: there's only one place our goals are gonna come from, and it's Rondon. Yeah, but I know what you mean. I I don't know why I feel weirdly
0: optimistic slash think we might get a draw. The only thing I can I can think is that they might be. I mean, who've they got after us? Uh, that's it's one thing to consider because if they've got a big game coming up after us, they might. Oh, they've got. Uh, hang on, they've got Tottenham tomorrow. Uh huh. And then on the nineteenth they're away at Arsenal.
1: That's a week after, so they're not gonna they're not yeah. gonna be resting players for that. It depends how strong they go in the League Cup semi against Spurs, I guess. But at least they'll have had yeah. less time to prepare.
0: And I'm still trying to see where whether or not um we've got four players injured. Oh, Diarme's a slight doubt. Which is the good news? I think uh, he'll, he'll be
1: yeah. chucked on no matter what state he's in at the minute. Uh, Fernandez, yeah,
0: they're saying like January the twelfth. Um, so I don't think he's going to uh, he's going to play. And John Joe Shelby's absolutely not going to play. Right, so it might be Hayden and Longstaff. <laughs> oh, I think it'll, it'll be Hayden army. Surely, oh, God. But if we if we play him. And he does aggravate his hip and his groin problem, then he could miss the next run. Oh, Jesus. We need players.
1: One slightly, I don't know if you'd call it a a cause for optimism, but when we were looking like there was no depth at centre back at the start of the season, we went out and signed Fernandez when we'd already got share. So the board do seem amenable to a crisis.
0: And, and to be fair, we did splash zero pounds on that deal.
1: Yeah, but it was still the sort of player we wouldn't ordinarily sign. It was actually a round peg in a round hole for once. So we might actually go out and sign a midfielder. Let's try and uh, end on a, a hint a positive of optimism. Null. We okay. might sign the sort of player we should, but only if they're free.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what is what is a positive note is I'm 50-50 on the relegation thing. So half of me is positive and that's the part. We will stay up because there's at least three teams worth worse than us in this, in this division. And if you edit there, you (laughs) won't hear the bit that I'm about to say. (laughs) Well, thank you for that, Paul. I I would say
1: there's at least one team worse than us in the division. You reckon?
0: At least yeah there are there's at least I think that I still think there's three but I just think that we could get dragged into it and it could go down to like the last game of the season and you don't want you don't want to be in that full of, the of the
1: as well it might well yeah
0: be. I mean that it could be a literal six pointer between the two of us whoever you know whoever wins stays up oh. which would be entertaining but I don't want that I don't want I don't that, want that. My heart couldn't take it.
1: Yeah, plus it's hard to imagine any sort of real jeopardy at Craven Cottage. <laughs> it's the nicest, coziest ground in the world. <laughs> I'm used to mild disappointment there, but not gut-wrenching disappointment.
0: Oh, I've just opened up the, the Twitter. I think we've answered Alex Fusco's. What are your thoughts oh, on yeah, the Peter Kenyon letter? Um, weird,
1: I guess. Is uh, Sorensen signed a new
0: deal. Will... Will he get a shot in the league this season? Yeah, I think he'll get, uh, um, maybe he'll get minutes if we don't sign another striker, but it'll be very, very brief. And um, everything else is just, yeah, we've covered. So, yeah. 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 All right, then, buddy.
1: Well, it's been high octane optimism in your ears for 45 minutes. But, I mean, let's be honest, you can only make the best out of what you've got. And there's not yeah. a lot
0: to be cheery about as a Newcastle fan. I mean, if, you've, if you if if you you think we're being too negative, if you think we're being uh, uh, miserable, then send us in reasons why we shouldn't be. If yeah, you send think in we're some wrong, optimism because we, yeah. we need it. And if you think we're wrong or anything, tell us. I mean, we'll oh, ignore on. you and call you a prick, but just exercise your right for a little catharsis.
1: Well or or just keep it to yourself. <laughs> your choice. Don't want to tell you how to live your life, but you could tell us or just keep it just keep it to yourself. <laughs> right, Dave. I'm gonna go home because this we're in a new studio this week in King's Cross and it is one of the hottest rooms on earth. I feel like I'm doing Bikram yoga. <laughs> it's good. It's my I've not really had a weight loss regime for the new year, but it feels like I have now. It's just to come to a nice. room in North London once a week and sweat my nuts off.
0: We'll make sure the next time, you, the next time we're recording, before you record, have lots of, like, cheese and pâté or something <laughs> like a that. a wheel
1: of brie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just
0: sit there in your filth. Doing the storm, full
1: Depardieu. Yeah. <laughs> right, well, thank you very much to you, Dave Watson. Cheers, Paul.
0: Have a good one.
1: And thank you to you, the Natter listeners. I've been Paul Doolan. This has been Dave Watson.
0: Goodbye. Bye. The Newcastle Natter is back for the season by Labrooks. This is a Playback Media production. To listen to all our football podcasts, visit PlaybackMedia.co.uk.
1: Sports Social Podcast Network